Well, welcome back, y'all. And happy Monday. This is Skin Talk with Lo and Faith. And today we are talking about selling retail. Yeah, fun. So I think this, I always like to like figure out if this can go beyond the skincare world. Right. And I think it does. I definitely I think, it, think it does. Th- this can even go for if you have your own business and you're selling products. Like, I think it is a little bit rounded This uh, topic can but, go to anyone even further than just the beauty industry. Co- yeah. Even further than, like, nails and cause mm-hmm. and all of that. Like, But, yeah, this is definitely something that if you're in the beauty industry that you – understand dealing with sure. whether you work for somebody or you work for yourself um i know when you work for somebody it's typically required to um, sell retail to sell like you retail. have minimums that you need to sell mm-hmm. and almost like and i can kind of, of that, go into that and talk about that because i've definitely dealt with it yeah even the training at Aveda when we had yes. to sell the retail and when i worked at european wax center you had to sell retail and you would get bonuses mm-hmm. after a certain amount of retail and the difference between selling for somebody and when you work for yourself and selling yeah like the atmosphere is 10 times different for sure i do think the one takeaway though when it comes to doing the retail in comparison to the other is if they're doing it in their business that means you should probably be doing it in yours like as far as like if you when you go into european wax center they're calling to confirm appointments they're calling to Mm -hmm. see how you are afterwards you go inside and you get your treatment and afterwards someone is walking you out and they are explaining the retail and then they are pre-booking you for your yeah. next service. And these are things that you take need note. to take back into your own personal business because that's how you're going to thrive. And I made the mistake for over a year mm-hmm. not selling retail. Probably my main reason being like just fear. Yeah. And then I turned it all around and, and we can talk about that later on. of it. I think the logistics of it, <laughs> finding a brand that you do want to sell. Yeah. That's a really big thing. You don't just want to be selling anything. And that's, I think, the difference between working for somebody and selling their stuff and then working for yourself and selling a brand. Um, because when you're working for somebody, it's like you have to sell what they provide. It doesn't matter if you, you think that they're good or products not, right? or not. Um, now, there are places um and things that i have sold that i'm like yeah i know this works for people like it's good but there's also i've worked for a company and been like i'm never gonna recommend that product because it sucks i Um, definitely like that freedom is being able to say i actually really love this line and i use this too mm -hmm. and this is really great and these are the results yeah and i think it's different when i did work for a wax center the products that we use sell it the only thing that sucked about that is i didn't get to use that in the treatment room right as opposed to facials the products that I sell to you, I use on you right. in the treatment room. I mean, not all not grades. Not all, but some. Yeah. You have professional grades, and then you have retail. But there are retail products that we will use in a facial. Yeah. So, and that's, like, also, I can say, hey, I know this was working for you, or I know I've used this before, and this works, rather than, I, I've heard people say this works. Right. Like, this it's so different popular, than having yeah. <laughs> a, a personal experience with product and a brand. Exactly. Um, and that's nice about working for yourself. You, 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 you get literally to get to choose what you, what you sell. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you are working for someone, I'm not saying lie, but, like, hit those sometimes little minimums you, and yeah. say what you need to say to sell your product. Because not only some places <laughs> will give you bonuses. I have minimum worked, requirements. I like, haven't worked for a place that gives you bonuses. for. Well, well no, okay, no, no, this no. is I've what been, it was. Baseline, you must sell this. But if you go crazy and start selling yeah. way more, then you got, like, an extra 
XYZ. Yeah, um, I've definitely been in where, like, you're pulled aside because um, you're not selling enough. I think that's you're like not selling every, enough product, yeah. and I'm like, well, Let's I don't want out how to. to make it work and wear your flags so that we can. There get is you to so sell much them. different when you want to sell somebody a product and you, when you want like the product and you want them to buy it rather than being forced to sell something that you don't care about. Like I would literally be like, I don't care, get me in trouble. Like I'm not walking these people out here right. and telling them to buy this. And that's even goes back to Vega. <laughs> yeah. Like, we would have to at least put minimum of three things in somebody's basket and walk them up to the counter. Yeah. And it's just so weird to me. I like a personal relationship with my clients. I don't like to be like, oh, I'm guilting you into buying something. Yeah. Um, I, I never, and I've gotten better with um, putting in my two cents about products that I sell Mm -hmm. during facial but a lot of times I just let them open the conversation like I don't push things on people I wait till they bring up right what should I be using or do you have anything that would help me in this area and I'm like yeah I do actually like this would be really helpful for you right you can swap this out for this but I'm not like throw away your products and use mine right I want to take your money right so when um, let's talk about I guess then like some of the struggles that we face like doing the retail mm-hmm. then because I feel like those are good struggles and I feel like once I overcame these struggles I low-key became a retail queen I was just yeah. telling my boyfriend like I don't know how I went from scared to sell retail to becoming like an authorized retailer because I meet certain minimums for the orders that I place and to literally almost every single facial unless you just bought one last facial like a full skincare line. Yeah. Someone's walking out with something and it doesn't come from me being aggressive, me telling you you have to use this, or me telling you to throw away your products. I've had people walk in before with a full skincare line they just bought and I never once pressured them or told them it was wrong and they were Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm throwing it all away and I'm buying what you offered me. So let's talk about some of the reasons why maybe we started off. I don't know if you were ever scared, but I was um, scared of something. I think it was different because I... Um, instead of going actually down the route of selling another line, I created my line. Yeah. So I think we started off on different paths in that um, because I my brand that I have now and skincare line that I have now was created for that reason. Was but created when you were creating it, like, were you like, mm, like to I sell don't know. it? Will people, like, even before making it, like, should I make it? Like, mm. will people buy this? Or were you just like, no, I, I need was to super, make it. I'm selling it and I know. I was super passionate about it. So, okay. like, the delivery of it, like in the treatment rooms or like telling people about it, I think came with time. Um, it also came with like that one of the biggest things that you can do for selling retail is having it displayed. For sure. You have something displayed. If you go into anywhere, like I'm, there's not a place that I've gone in that you see a display of a product. I mean, even even when like when I was getting my nose surgery, I was going to the yeah the place. A there. They had a display of skincare. They display and I cars. was like, but I was like, I don't know why you sell right. this, but I noticed it. Like yeah. that's one of the biggest things that's gonna catch somebody's eyes is like your display of products. So then people will ask about it. Some people don't even know that it's my line, but like we'll get in the conversation about that. And, exactly. Um, you just kind of build that trust with your clientele that what that's kind of why I started the line because I wanted stuff that I knew my clients needed and I was creating those products so that I could trust recommending them something and that also comes from a lot of other brands which I'm going to be adding on and not just selling my line because there's other things that I think people can benefit from 
um, well-rounded. Like, you don't have to solely use one line only yeah. and stick to that. Like, I use my line and other lines. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just... no. Every skincare line doesn't offer the same things. Yeah. So you There's may different find things for different... your Holy Grail products yeah. in five different companies. Exactly. And that's okay. That is definitely okay. I feel like for the same the same things that you're saying is actually like why I decided to start retail. So like when I first started doing facials, mm-hmm. I would do the intake form. I would ask them, you know, what they're using. First time clients, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, this could be better or this is perfect for you. And then I'd be like, if you have questions on what you should buy, just hit me up. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, because you didn't want to have that conversation. Yeah. Kind of right and, there. But I would like, st- I would, I wasn't selling anything. I didn't have yeah. anything to sell. So I was just like, it's so you should much... try this from this line, and maybe it'll help you. Like, hit me up if you have questions. And then mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Like, what's stopping me from actually like making providing the product money like, off of your recommendations? Yeah, but not. Definitely making the money off of the recommendations, but low key it was like the clients after you're sending them out the door with a vague recommendation, they're probably they're not, gonna not get going to get it or they're going to be confused mm-hmm. and they might not hit you up and you're taking away from the experience that your client can have. Like lately, all I've been getting is, wow, I feel so much more educated after this. I feel more secure in what I should be buying. So when you're telling people like, this is it and up. Oh, it's right here. Uh, yeah. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to take extra time out of your day. And you know that this is good because it's just the literal recommendation that I'm offering you. It puts your client at ease. It makes them feel more confident. And in turn, you start selling products. Like yeah. like Faye said earlier in the podcast, There, you don't have to push your product to sell it. I never do. Mm-hmm. With my first time clients, I literally have like a prescription pad. And I write down under everything a recommendation. Mm -hmm. I take in concern what people are using at home. And even if they have another cleanser that is good for them, I will mark the cleansers that I sell that is suggested, but also let them know the cleanser they're they're using is perfect and they don't need to get one. Um, And while I'm going through the facial, oh, that smells good. Oh, that's the cucumber toner. I I actually have that. Or, uh, you know, I know you said you're struggling with this and this is a good product. By the time the facial is over, these their client already knows they're walking away with something. Yeah. Even if it's only sunscreen. My top two products that I sell are sunscreen and these glycolic retinol pads from SkinScript. And it's because they know, like, at least I'm going to, like, do that part. Mm-hmm. I'm at least going to add exfoliation into my routine and I'm going to protect myself from the sun. Um, and your client, basically, once you put it into your mind, oh, I'm asking them for their money. And I want them to spend their money. And you put it as, I'm helping my clients. Yeah, totally I'm doing different. them a favor. It goes from pushing product to alleviating their mm-hmm. stress. It goes from, I need to meet this quota to, I'm literally just helping you out. And I know that this will work for you. Yeah. It comes from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. And they can feel that genuineness like coming from you yeah. as well. Like, I'm. this is not life or death in my pockets. Mm-hmm. This is just... I know this will work for you, and then we can both benefit from that. Exactly. 100%. Because you are worth your knowledge. For sure. And um, we're not overcharging you for these products. And I don't, this kind of goes back to like our esthetician side of it. If you don't know about getting started, getting started selling retail, um, there are some brands that you can purchase things that the public can't 
Like, yeah. like skin scrapes, you can't get it from anybody except for a licensed esthetician. But then there's other brands like Image that you can buy online, mm-hmm. um, or you can get from your retail, your esthetician. The prices are going to be the, the same. The prices, right, are the same no matter they what. They are the same. You're not going to be paying more at your esthetician mm-hmm. than you are online. Your esthetician is just getting a profit cut. from your getting your a commission purchase. of it. Yeah. Exactly. And it, so it's pretty much a little so bit kinder. Why not give that why to, not your give it to your esthetician as, as opposed to just to Yeah, you're not company. overpaying for these products. If it's they sell it for 30 them. online, I'm selling it for 30 uh-huh. There's no You're difference. not overpaying just because you're buying it from an esthetician. Um, so if you are the esthetician and you were like, I don't know how to get started selling retail i don't know like i think the main thing is finding the brands that you are comfortable with and that you have the most knowledge on um and that you trust because you don't want to be selling a product that's just not doing anything for your clients right. or, or damaging them or you don't believe in um and that can go all the way back to the actual company itself right. if you don't believe in something that a company stands up for don't sell their products even if exactly. they're amazing ingredients exactly that's something that you get to decide right for sure so and i think that what we were just saying also brings us into like a good segue of the different options like you have for retail and the different ways that you could sell it because it's not always just having it on display Mm -hmm. which definitely works for me that's been where i have seen the most it's the easiest because we all live in the I want it now right like and then some people forget about it if you don't do it right yeah. now so it is the easiest to have it on hand mm-hmm. um, but then you have other ways like for sure like Glymed you can buy it and you can purchase mm-hmm. it but Glymed actually will set you up with your own retail store mm-hmm. I could send it to my client a link and I can actually put things in their shopping cart for them and yeah. all they have to do is go online and pay and it gets drop shipped to their house um, I may have clients that come see me from out of town and they pick up a couple products, but they want to order more and you can also drop ship it to them. Um, yeah, so explain the difference kind of between that. You have, um, like, you were talking about an online store where they actually go on and purchase these products and you get the commission from it and then versus, like, skin script where right. you as the association will the place order. the order for I'm them. I'm getting your information. And and to then it is getting shipped to them. And one thing that I do like about SkinScript is that when I am drop shipping an order, it's not going with like the wholesale receipt or anything like that. It's yeah. literally just going that it came from me with everything that they need. And I really like that. Um, I think that selling online and like that to begin with, that's not how I started. But I feel like that could be really good for someone who is scared of, I don't know, if I have $300 yeah. to spend. What if people aren't going mm-hmm. to buy my products? And you could start that way. The only thing that I want to warn people as at is I've sold so much more in person in person than I have online. My hugest fear was not wasting my money, but just spending it and not having anyone to sell it to. Yeah, and it just sitting there. And it just sitting on the, the money just sitting there. Because you do have to upfront that cost. Yeah, and you're then- paying those hundreds of dollars. So let's say uh, just a rough, like random number out there. The price of a cleanser is $30 retail. You paid $20. Mm-hmm. You pay $20 for that. 
and then you sell it for somebody for 30 so you're making that $10 profit. Well, when you're selling retail in person, you typically do have to front that bill to make yeah, the you're commission. Yeah, you're paying up front. You're paying up front to make the commission. It's not like they're sending you these free products. And then you're hoping then, to sell it, yeah. and then when you do, you send them money. Yeah, because you're working no. for yourself. Yeah. There is no, like, that's a risk taking. No company's going to take that risk exactly. of sending you free products, and then you sending them money somehow. So you have to upfront that bill for sure. and then sell. But it does in return. Don't be scared. Don't be scared Don't of that. Don't be scared. Even if like you need to start like sitting money on the shelves, yeah. you're just leaving money at the door it's when an investment. you don't sell retail. Like, yeah. If I could look back at myself from when I wasn't selling retail and be like, get it through your head, just yeah. spend the couple hundred, whatever amount. When I first started selling retail, I probably sold like five products. Mm-hmm. Right now, I probably have like over... I have a lot. I can't yeah. tell you exactly how many. But you sold like I five individual products, and so now you have your whole shelf. Products, worth. exactly. Yeah. I had one little shelf. Now I have three shelves of retail. Mm-hmm. And that's what um, you can always do. You can always start small and work your way up because buy one typically, SPF and sell it. Yeah. Now, like, typically, these companies don't have minimums. Some places some do, do have minimums, but like Skinscript doesn't have a minimum. Climate In- doesn't have minimum. Image doesn't have a minimum. No. Um, so you can buy these products. Little by little and up, like, I mean, if you needed to, you know, you're placing your order for your regular, like, whatever you need in this treatment room, pop in a couple retail products so that you have them on your shelf. And then little by little, you're upping that. And then the more you buy, obviously, you take that money and restock. Exactly. And here's another thing is when you're offering just a few products, like I said, I gave all those recommendations. Let's say I was only carrying cleansers and moisturizers. I'll say, okay, well, I have the cleanser and moisturizer available for you here. But you can also purchase the other ones, and I can have it shipped to you, or you can pick it up in store next week. Or you A can, lot of people will still do that. Yeah, or like what we were talking about, you placing the order for somebody, you can place the order for them before they leave your treatment room. Oh, yeah. So they can pay before they even leave, so it's not as... Um, Taxing on your to, wallet, yeah. Or you're not trying to, like, hassle them down over text, being like, all right, well, this is... What how much doing? it was, this is how much you owe me. Well, just, yeah, and just, like, keep reminding them to purchase something. Right, you can right, do that right. In the, you can do that in the treatment room before they leave. For sure. Usually so that it's before just anyone leaves, them. if they want some a product, I don't make them purchase it right then and there because I've honestly never dealt with somebody who said that they wanted a product and didn't get it. But usually they purchase it right then and there. I'm, yeah. I've only had twice. I believe, where someone was like, well, can I just pay once I get shipped in? And I was like, yeah, that's no problem, because at this point, I'm selling so much retail that I'm ordering that anyways if it wasn't on my shelf. Yeah. I recently, like, I guess just testimony of selling retail, like, I restocked my shelf. I had two clients. Usually, I'm not saying usually they don't buy the entire skincare line, but those clients that day bought everything I recommended. Mm-hmm. I do my best. I was just telling my boyfriend the other day, I was like, I do my best not to have a shook face when someone is like, I'll just get it all. And I'm like, it all? Sure? Oh, it all. I'm okay. not going to say you're sure. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'll just be like, everything. Yes. Okay. Good idea. And in my head, right, perfect <laughs> idea. And in my head, I'm just like, oh my God, you just did it. You just did it. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's, it's a good feeling. It's not like... You don't want to scare them by you being shook. Right. You don't show them you're shook. But in your heart, you be shook at yourself. Like, yeah. girl, did you just It's a proud. Whole... Yeah. You don't want to come off to them like, Confused oh, do I not need why? this? Right. But, but, but it's not that. But it can come off that excited. way. You're, like, you're just like. No, you just did it. It just yeah. makes you feel good, I guess, to proud. know that you, like, accomplished mm-hmm. that in your business. So don't, like, leave that on the table. 
um, and not let yourself do that. But I sold everything. They took it all off the shelf and I had literally just placed an order like for more things. After the clients left, I had to place another, another order. order. <laughs> then my skincare came in and someone else bought like ev- like the rest of the things I had less of and I had to do another order. In this past two weeks, I've probably placed like four different retail orders because that's how much people were buying. Yeah. And it increases with the more confidence you have and the more education you have on the product. And I it think, just expands. I think it comes and we can probably have another episode about budgeting um we were talking about doing a whole episode on budgeting but i think that when you're selling retail and you're scared of selling retail and you're scared of like that upfront cost Mm -hmm. if you take that plunge do your first um like order of your retail anything you make from that retail put it back into it yeah put aside put aside keep it in a little savings keep it aside so when you need to restock you can take a chunk of that and then you see what you have left but you're always being safe about I need a restock and I don't have $500. But right. when you have been selling your retail consistently, you have that money and mm-hmm. you have some extra. Exactly. Um, so you can dip back into that to up, like, you know, for sure. Up your, um, start small and keep inventory. Growing. Yeah. It's once you, I think it's just that start. It's just that getting your foot in the door that people are scared of. Yeah. Um, but once you do that, it becomes routine. It becomes easier. Um, and you start to get that back stock. You start to get everything always there and you get you get used to your patterns of selling and like Mm -hmm. when you need this when you're gonna be out of stock um so you you start knowing the favorites that you Mm -hmm. need to stock up on i what you sell more of right i sold out of uh the glycolic pads then i had like clients everyone wanted glycolic pads so they paid for them up front i bought Mm -hmm. more glycolic pads and then when those glycolic pads came in, wow. I had ordered an extra like two or three because They're I knew gone. that they had sold them. That day, I sold the rest, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna need to just buy what, like twenty of these yeah. pads? Like, <laughs> what is going on?" Sometimes it's scary to be like, "I need to make this big purchase," but when you see what people are buying the most, it's then you not know as what scary to put because it up you know, to. yeah, you know these people are gonna buy this. So, right. yeah, if you want to start off with smaller products and then see what sells faster, and then continue to resell those like stock up on those products the most then you you kind of get your patterns and you know what to buy and what to ha- always have on hand because you know you're going to sell it the most you know people are going to ask for it the most so exactly i'm always leaving my treatment room like going out because i work inside of like a barbershop salon and i always like leave my room and i'm like are y'all selling retail y'all need to like find y'all favorite yeah. shampoo. y'all need to find y'all favorite Seriously. shampoo y'all need to find some of those things because i promise your clients are going to buy it whatever if it you is. have an industry where you can sell 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 it doesn't matter what the industry is if you are in the dental industry y'all need to start selling toothbrushes mm-hmm. like why would you not <laughs> want to make that extra hundred dollars on top of a facial treatment exactly why, why not that's, I had that's, a client come in the other day. That's free time. Yeah, free for time money. for your money. Yeah. You don't have to do any of that. You're helping your clients. Now, it's literally a benefit making, from everyone. Let's say you you went from making, rough estimate, $100 on a treatment to $200 because you sold retail. Right, that's what I was literally going to say. I had someone come in. They got a facial and a back facial, and then they bought everything. I love big ballers. I did. And mm-hmm. I was honestly, I was just like, what do you do I for work I love the ballers. And they <laughs> spent $385, mm-hmm. I think it was, like, just in that moment. And, of course, you put money back into mm-hmm. other things that you have to do. And, obviously, it wasn't full profit on the retail, but it was still a decent profit. Yeah. And I still – I felt like a baller after mm-hmm. that. I was like – 
And sometimes you no can trick pay, yourself it, into feeling like you make more when you do sell retail because you're putting that up front right. cost. So it feels like you're getting it you're all getting back. You're getting it all back. You're like, girl, you just meant this much. Yeah. But it is a good amount. And it's not like you're only making 10%. Right? It's typically... With Glymed, it's 40%. Image is 40%. And I think that Skinscript is like 40%. Is it 40? Yeah. So you'll typically make anywhere from like on the lowest end, 20 to 40, maybe right. even 50. Maybe even 50, yeah. It really depends on like the I brand I wouldn't you sell use. a brand unless I was just in love. If I didn't, If it yeah. was less than 35. 30, 30, yeah. Low key. Because yeah. I've just already been like. You're selling your knowledge. Too. Like, you're selling your knowledge. You're selling your risk taking. Yeah. And purchasing. you're working for that company you, low key yeah. because you're getting their products mm-hmm. into people's hands. So you're making their, their line more relevant. Yeah. So like. That's why I'm also trying to do with my line. Exactly. Trying to get in that um, door of getting them into retail. My, I do have a professional line, so if you are a professional esthetician out there, uh, you can sign up for my professional line. Mm-hmm. And when you sign up for my professional line, obviously professional products are full price, but retails are at a discount. At a discount, so that you can either buy it at a discount and use it, or buy it at a discount and sell retail. Exactly. Um, so if you want to have that in your studio treatment room, what is um, yours like? 30, 40. I believe it's thirty percent for now. It may go up, but it is. You need to get right some now. of your stuff into my yeah. room. I don't know why we haven't yet. Yeah, I'm about to repurchase a new um, display case. Okay. Um, because what I do have right now really only holds my line. Um, right. But I I'm bigger too now. I'm going to purchase. I actually found a cabinet. Well, I found. If you're an esthetician, get on Facebook. Marketplace. Groups. Facebook oh, groups. Groups. For groups. What? Like estheticians. Oh, yeah. Get on a Facebook group. Um, yes. Because I found so many products, brands, different things that I need. You can ask questions and them. everyone responds. Everybody. I mean, you will get hundreds of responses. No, for sure. So I found a um, somebody who's using a display case from Ikea. It was only like, I want to say 150, 170 okay. max. Um, and it's like a big open door glass. Nice. I think you showed me a picture. Yeah. So I want to get that so that I can have more room for other brands too. So I'm going to be selling, um, I know I want to sell my brand, SkinScript and um, Image. Um, I do want to sell Cosmetic too, Mm -hmm. um, possibly. So getting into that, um, they are a little bit more of a I had to look into their right, like Glymed. I'm like, mm, before I start putting y'all. Glymed is show, there are like <laughs> yeah, so there are riskier uh, brands because yeah. you're gonna have skin script and image that are really reasonable prices, yeah. great products, reasonable prices. That's why they're amazing to start with. And then you have places like Glymed and Cosmetic and Skin Cuticles and stuff like that that are pretty higher end yeah. on the price tag, especially yeah. even like in our back bar products. Yeah, no, for sure. Like it's even like, to put it in perspective, it's worth taking. I do yeah. buy like it's they, worth taking, but like I might just start doing it on the online store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selling yeah, their yeah. it is a hefty price to just yeah. like like to put it in perspective, the skin script SPF I sell is twenty eight dollars. Like that's what a customer can buy it for me for. What I can buy Glymeds, what I purchase it for is twenty eight dollars. Yeah. So you're so it's it's pretty it's gonna expensive. Be, yeah, so it's like that's a huge difference. And you have to figure out like uh, if I'm going to buy and sell from Glymed, it's what other uh, products are going to complement. Like I'm not going to sit here and sell um two of the same things from two different brands. For sure. So like you're not going to sell a good Oh, sunscreen that you know works for everybody from Skinscript and then go buy a more expensive one from Glymed. Exactly. Like, you're just going to stick to that. And then if Glymed has something 
a product that these other ones don't have that could benefit somebody, yeah. you add that in. So you exactly. can make a collection I, exactly. of everybody. And you can sell more. Like, I just sold you don't somebody to sell a everything. full, like, skin script line mm-hmm. minus serums. And I was like, you need this Glymed serum. And they purchased it. And we yeah. ordered it. And now they're coming to pick it up. You don't have to sell everything in each line. No. Like, you don't have to get their full retail to sell the retail. You pick and choose what you want. Yeah, pick your faves and then, like, keep it basic and then just continue to grow. Yeah, and then what are, like, some some of your biggest tips on actually getting people, like, starting that conversation of buying right. a product? So, for me, when I have, usually, obviously, I'm, like, promoting my products to anyone. Where I see the most people buying products is always my first-time clients because mm-hmm. yeah, first-time clients they're coming in, they want to be educated, and blah, 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 blah. So, whenever someone comes into my door, I'm like hey you guys you know welcome here's your intake form fill this out and then we'll talk about it we talk about it and i let them know they might be like oh well i've been wanting to know what i should use for this i'm like look we're gonna talk about this yeah, for the we're whole facial there. there's no worries and afterwards i'm gonna explain it all so usually when you have that first time client i'm not gonna say usually i'm gonna say like 70 percent of the time that first time client is walking the door ready to take your recommendations i've also had people who are just like ready to tell me that they don't want to do nothing, they just want a facial. Those people, I will suggest products, but I'm not going to shove it down your throat. Um, but usually, I'm working on you, and we get to a mask, and I'm like, you know, I'm doing this, or right now I'm layering with this serum, and this is something you can actually use at home. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said earlier, like, oh, I like the smell of that. What yeah. is that? Oh, well, that is just this, and you can also get it. Um, and while the actual mask is sitting on their face, um, I start filling out my recommendations for them. Yeah, I think and that's a really good tool to have, like, your prescription pad. Exactly. That's a really good thing because sometimes even if, like, you... Like, uh, if I'm saying a bunch of products at you at the end of your facial, it's hard to, like, kind Retain of take it, that all, it all in. Together. Um, if you just give them a paper that can be, like... They can see it, visualize it, be like, oh, this is what she recommends. Oh, I think I'll take that. Exactly. I know I'll, I know I'll take that for right now. Exactly. I'll take that cleanser for right now. And you want to find out what type of client you have sitting on your treatment table. Do you have a client who doesn't really want to focus on their skincare that much, so you're really just going to be telling yeah. them to use a cleanser, a moisturizer, and some SPF? I don't or hate you... on the simple, simplistic right. people. Or is it somebody who's like, I want to I have want my toner, step. I want my serum, I, maybe an at-home mask. Mm-hmm. You need to know who you're catering to because when you, if you start talking about all of these exfoliants and da-da-da-da and they're all this, and somebody who wants something minimal, they're not walking out your door buying anything because yeah, like, they feel overwhelmed. So you want to say, let's work from a foundation. Mm-hmm. This is a good cleanser. Minimum. This is a good this moisturizer, and this is this. And then, boom, you might have somebody like, oh, well, what is this? Um, but afterwards, I have my prescription pad. It's double, like, it's double, so I get to keep you one with their form. One. They get to take one home. They get to keep it. They get to marinate on all the products mm-hmm. they might want. I also, if people are worried about, like, cost, I'm like, look, why don't you buy this product first and this product? Yes. Yeah, Next just... time you come for a treatment, buy that product. We don't need to make one full. Let's get your basics are down and then next routine we'll add in something different. Right. You already have a great cleanser. No need to buy this one. And maybe Why don't you get this? Maybe it's easier for them too to also, hey, I'm going to buy this cleanser. I'm going to get used to doing this every day. Then I'm going to add in a serum. I'm going to get used to doing that every day. They buy so much. They're like, I don't know what I, I don't know. It's too much. I don't know when to use what. So adding in little by little can help them. Yeah. Create the habit too. Exactly. 
And another thing to remember is that they're coming to you because you're an educated licensed professional. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're the client, like you're going to this person because they are the a licensed, knowledgeable person. So don't like they're going to want to buy these products because they trust you and you should be trusting the person you're seeing, which means you should trust their recommendations. Um, you know, as a client, you can't walk in the door and say, I want all these results, but I know you said I need sunscreen, but you know, that's a deal I just breaker. Like, right. I just like, do don't it. really want to use sunscreen because I've just never really like felt like I needed it in my life or I never found one that I like, you know, so I'm probably not going to use it. You should be following the recommendations of, you know, what your person says. And another thing is it's not one size fits all. I've given people samples and they say, you know, I know you said that this would probably be the best moisturizer for me, but I didn't really like the way it made my skin feel. Like, cool. All let's right. try something else. Yeah. We can try. Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Every sunscreen is different. Every person will respond differently. Some people want to feel a matte feeling from their moisturizer. Some people want to feel Super creamy dewy. and dewy. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a different want and need from what their skincare mm -hmm. is. There's not one size fits all. So, you know, don't feel pressured to. Yeah, you're not going to hit the mark every time. And that's um, nobody's going to hit the mark every time going out and buying their own. No, we're not going to hit the all. mark every time going out and buying. There's definitely stuff that I've bought to use in the treatment room that I'm like, I'm not going to repurchase this because I didn't really care for it. Or exactly. I didn't use it enough. That goes with anything you buy, period. There's a yeah. wax that I was using that I was like, I don't really like probably this. I'm probably going to like finish using yeah. it and that's it. Mm -hmm. So Definitely, yeah. Especially when you're, you know, it comes to the treatment room and things that you're using. Like, it's, it's a trial and error. It always is. As long as you're not doing any harm. We're never trying to do harm. Yeah. Um, as long as you're taking all the risks to a minimum, a trial and error is not a bad thing. It's exactly. Not, you're not doing something wrong if something didn't work for you. Exactly. And, like, specifically, like, through SkinScript, another thing that has helped me sell retail for th those people who maybe feel skeptical. Now, a lot of people, they'll go ahead and buy the full size product but they offer different sizes so i might be like you know you want to try it out or yeah. somebody says like oh well, i'm not sure i think i wanted to try it out well get the small yeah yeah i do like that that they like the small. it's not just sample size it's like right. they sample size sample, small, small and, and then a big size yeah so cost efficient exactly or trial exactly you don't have to feel like you're wasting your money um and the biggest thing is just make sure you find something you believe in because i can look at my clients comfortably in their face and say this is what i use and i love it and it works mm -hmm. and this is what my clients see and they love it and it works sell things that you love um i just started Brands using that, that you use you don't have to use everything in a brand because obviously as we know oh, yeah. as professionals everything's not going to be for your skin type but still using that brand. The brand that you go to, yeah. yeah. Like, Tink had put up that crystal peel bar, and I was like, I wonder how this crystal peel bar is. And I got it with an extra two, because I was like, if everybody loves it, I'm probably going to sell it too. And I sold both of the little crystal peel bars that week. I'm using the other one at home, and I'm like, I actually really love this, love yeah. this bar. Now I need to go Yeah, now you're fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're holy grails. Yeah, yeah. now for sure. And I'm like, I really like this. I'm going to give this. And... Also, when you find that product you love that you're selling, your clients will feel that. Mm -hmm. I probably sold most of my products because like, I'm just excited as hell you're to excited like, about talk it. about it. I'm like, this is so good. You know, like you have a personal experience with it. You're yeah. like, I love this. I know that I know the benefits of this. Yeah. So like, I want to see those benefits with you. Exactly. Like, this is, mm -hmm. this is it. Like, yeah. this is where we're at. It's so awesome. So uh, as you can see, we love retail. Yes. Selling retail. <laughs> And it's just, it's doing, it's doing a favor for you and your clients for you to just go ahead and do it. Um, so I did want to talk about a couple things like 
um, different ways like you could sell it other than just in your spa room and then like ways that you can also like increase like your retail sales. Maybe you're you're just now like you got your retail and you're like, I feel like it's sitting on my shelf. Um, a couple things that like kind of help you get it, you know, get it out. And for me, other than like in the spa room, I now just started um, my business uh, store on Instagram and through Facebook. It's like connected. And now I can make like a post. I could do a selfie with a product like this and be like, glycolic pads are great for this and that. And they can literally click on that and purchase it right then and there. How are you doing that? Now, I do this with my skincare line. Yeah. But how do you do that with retail? Because it's like with my skincare line, it's my brand. I have the back end of it. Yeah. Like, I'm putting up the inventory of it in, like, Facebook shop. So, you still have to have your store set up. Are you still, are you, is it, you set up through Facebook, right? So, first, it's, like, connected to my website. And I added all the products onto my website. Then you connect your website, like, items and stuff like that. What are you using? Through, um, what do I use? I think just Square. So you just I so you're connected websites from Square. I add the items on there, and then you go on. It popped up on Instagram maybe like two weeks ago for me. So you're not setting up shop through Skinscript. You're setting no, they up buy the it through, through you. me, just the same way as they buy it from me, like in my shop. Yeah. They see the prices that I put on there, the descriptions that I upload, the pictures I upload, okay. and they can immediately purchase it right then and there. I've gotten more clients um, since doing it, and I know it was from that because they specifically were like. Oh, I saw I you're you. selling them on yeah. on your Instagram, and that was really cool. And da 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 da. Um, it also, I feel like, will increase your sales because you're the more informed you are, which means the more informed you like represent, mm-hmm. the more people are going to come to you and trust. They're going to see that. You can see. see that. You can see knowledge. Yeah, like people are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, she knows about this product. Mm-hmm. She's always talking about it. It seems like she has people that are buying it." So don't just think, you know, you can see what somebody's selling it in themselves. person. Exactly. And then when they know what they're talking about. Exactly. So don't just think about, oh, I need to sell it on the storefront. You could connect a store and maybe get your foot in the door from just doing it on online sales. You can make your own store online and sell it. I even have Glymed products because what they're going to be doing is purchasing it from you. And then you will be getting their information and, and drop shipping it to, it to them. Yeah. And or if it's local, they could choose to pick it up. Mm-hmm. I even have delivery on there because I really don't mind. I deliver products throughout the week low-key, especially at my church. Yeah. And um, that's another thing is just making sure that you're, like, talking to people everywhere you go, especially if it's near your business. Exposure. If I'm getting food down the street from my shop, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can totally relate. You know, I actually work down the street. Mm-hmm. I'm an esthetician. You know, oh, wait, you do? Like, da 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 Literally just have to put it. Like, you. it's not that hard to put an extra word in your sentence. <laughs> like, exactly. put an esthetician in your sentence or putting skincare in your, like, sentence. Like, yeah. you can literally just hit something in somebody yeah. oh, and be like, light bulb. Whoa, I, I need know. that. Yeah. Exactly. Even if they didn't know they needed skincare, now you put mm-hmm. the seed in them and they want it. So making and sure you do that is important. There's a, I mean, there's a big, I always talk about this and it's something that I'm currently working on, currently doing myself. Um, becoming a personality mm-hmm. when you own your own business is huge um, because there's so many brands that I buy from solely because I like and trust the people behind it. Mm-hmm. And I have been following them for so long. So whatever they put out and whatever they recommend, I'm like, yeah, I want that because of them. For sure. So like, that's a huge thing. Some people like, 
it looks cool, but, like, I don't know anything behind it. I don't know who's, you know. I don't even know you. Why would I trust you? Yeah. (laughs) And that's why I also love this podcast, because it does, like, it gets us out there. It gets me out there. Like, I'm able to just sit and talk and and have that personality out there that some people don't get because they're not, not everybody is your client. So, um, they're potential clients, they're potential, you know, people to buy from you, people to come get treatments for you. Everybody is a potential. For sure. Um, and a couple other things that I had that have helped me in the past is making uh, making sure that, like, you are up to date with, like, maybe events and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I've done some pop-up shops, some trade shows. You can easily get a table for 80. I feel like roughly you'll find people, like, for stuff, at least in Charlotte, maybe 50 to $200 for you to get, like, your little setup. Mm-hmm. And you can bring your products out there. You can educate people on their products. You can book clients. Yeah. Um, and get people like that and then also making sure that you're using the emails and stuff like like that that you actually get on your emotional and sending out email blasts Mm -hmm. and saying hey I have this new product don't forget that it's summertime so what's the important of us what's the importance of SPF oh by the way you can buy it right here um, and etc and that even goes for like new things I'm sending out an email blast hey Hydrofacials are black. Like, yeah. da, da 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 That's something that I'm working on. And, and with my skincare line, too, I'm literally about to sit down tomorrow and do this. But if same thing with Instagram. Bulk. Put like, it together. Bulk like, put things together. Yeah. Bulk have, um, like, a bulk email yeah, to send out. Yeah, you don't have to send, yeah, you don't have to send them out. Make a bulk uh, Instagram post. Like, I have so many draft posts because you're not going to you're not gonna have clients every single day. You're exactly. not going to have things that you want to film every single day. So having, like, your archives so that you can just hit it and it go. You don't have to exactly. think about it. You've already thought it. Like, it's so much harder sometimes when I'm like, oh, I need to post today. Let me find this Let picture. Let me sit down. What is Let the caption need caption. to be? Now you've spent an hour on a post. When I can sit down and do ten and have them thought out exactly. instead of worrying about one, it's... There's a lot more educational content and it takes just, less time yeah. out of your day, That's especially like when you feel too. like stressed. That's why, like, it's important if you're feeling like on a roll with the things that you're doing, like stay on mm-hmm. that roll, like stick to it. Because there's gonna be one day where you wake up and you're like, oh, don't feel it, and then you can say, well, it doesn't matter that I feel that way because I already have something in stock piled up. Yeah, sometimes I'm out. like. It feels weird, but it feels good to, like, not have to think about it and just post it. Sometimes I'm like, I know this post needs to go up, and I honestly forgot what it said, but I know that it's (laughs) good. (laughs) It makes you feel like you didn't do anything that day, but you did. Right. It makes you feel like you had a day off. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. Do you have anything else you feel like you want to add to, like, the ease of selling retail or any, like, tips for the people who might want to I think if you're interested about it. Just trial and error it. I mean, it's not going to hurt you to buy, or I would obviously research those brands first that you're interested in. Um, get a couple products, try them out right. um, yourself, and then buy a couple, try it out. See how you are comfortable with it. Right. Obviously, the more you do something, the more comfortable you're going to be with it. Treatment, selling, anything. business, interactions, anything. The more you do it, the more comfortable you are with it. So if you're new in the industry it's and it's overwhelming and you're not a people person, like, you will become that. Mm-hmm. The longer you do things, the better you get at them. Just continue doing them. Don't give up on it if it's something that you're interested in. 
Um, if you try it and then you just don't believe in it or don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Yeah. It's the same thing with your treatments. If you try a treatment that you were so into and wanted to try and then you just didn't care for it, didn't care for the results, didn't care, you know, for the passion of it, you don't have to do it anymore. That's the, exactly. the beauty of working for yourself. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. 100%. And you can just, like, do it being yourself. Like, mm-hmm. Be the, genuine. Just because, like, I say that I like to sell retail because this is how I do it. Like, you can find your own way. If you're like, hmm, that didn't really work for me, and yeah. this worked for me. It's, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You know. yeah, exactly. So There's so many ways to do it. Exactly. Don't be, like, too harsh on yourself trying to be somebody else or working the using the blueprint of somebody else all the time. Like, sometimes blueprints work, and you want to stick to them, but you can also be like, I love the way this blueprint is, but I think that this room should be a little larger, and this room should be a little smaller, and we should add a hallway yeah. here, and that's okay. Yeah, because... Uh, at the end of the day, if you're going to be so focused on doing something the way somebody else is doing it because you see it's working for them, it's not going to be genuine and yeah. you're not going to get the same results as them because they're getting those results because they are so genuine and transparent about things. Exactly. You have to be the same way. And that's whatever style it comes through you. It doesn't have to be the same way. So Exactly. Finding what works for you. Exactly. Find the products you love. Find what works for you to sell them. Um, but I feel like the main takeaway of this is just Sell retail, yeah. Period. No matter what you do, because they're obviously there's obviously brands out there to trust for sure. Not like you're just not going to find something that you like and trust. There, there's so many out there. And in this podcast, we've named so many that are good. Like, and and another thing to look for, I guess, when you're looking for um, the providers is I really like SkinScript and Glymed and. Um, all these image even because you can go on there and they have webinars and they have these they things have so much protocols, education yeah. like I could go on to Glymed right now and watch a webinar on their chemical peels yeah. watch it on their different cleansers I can just it's very easy to get freely educated freely educated and from companies like that you know that they care and they want you to be using mm-hmm. their products correctly and all of that. So when you're looking for that, just, you know, like, look for those things where you see that, like, the company isn't just, like, selling you so stuff. So transparent. Yeah, they're just completely transparent, put everything on the table, and they want you to be educated mm-hmm. so that you can sell. I mean, when you're selling, they're benefiting. Yeah. So you should be working with companies who want to provide you with the best for foundation for your sales. For sure. Yeah. But I think that's good. Like, and don't forget, since we're talking about retail, messy skin. Yes, we'll put it. Yes, don't forget here. about messy skin. Um, is it messyskincare.com? It or is messyskincare.com. Um, so whether you are just a regular um, person that wants to get new um, skincare, or if you're a professional esthetician yeah. and you want to apply for the professional account, um, really simple to do. Just sign it takes up. Two seconds. Putting your information in and your license number in. Um, and then you'll get approved typically once that is um, validated and then you'll have access to professional back bar products that we have and then you'll have access to um, discounted retail products for sure and I use messy skin professionally and I have some serums I use at home so messy skin is definitely a good um, line that we love as you see we love it on our background (laughs) (laughs) you guys thank you so much for tuning in again don't forget that you can um, subscribe to us uh, on 
like Apple Podcasts, oh, Spotify, all these things. Make sure you're adding our podcast and you're leaving a review. We would love for you to leave us a five-star review and all of that good stuff. And we will see you guys next Monday. Right. Enjoy your week.